Welcome to another edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Bubba, I am excited today. It seems like uh, when we, you know, we first started doing these things, we're like, all right, 45 minutes is a long time. I know. But now yeah. the, the guests and the stories, uh, I, I'm starting to feel like most of our guests lately, we could talk, we could talk for hours. And, and, Rick, we have an old friend today yep. that we've, uh, we've known for a long time, and uh, he does a very unique job, uh, Danny Vincent. Danny, welcome back. Thank you, boys. I appreciate it. It's good to be here, um, uh, allowing me this uh, job interview for the University of the Drama Department. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could teach drama at Rick and Bubba University. Well, uh, it's taught me a lot. I'll yeah, so you so yeah. you, you, Danny Vinson, the actor, and if you go to dannyvinson.com, uh, you, you'll try to, you'll realize Danny is in that category as a character actor, mm-hmm. where you're going to say, Danny Vinson, do I know that name? I know that from somewhere. Maybe not, and then you see the roles that you play, and you, oh yeah, some of the biggest movies yeah. of all oh, time. Yeah, I know yeah. that guy, and uh, and you have been in some really really big movies. Well, my timing was real good, boys. It about the time the South started picking up those tax incentives, and um, this is to allow studios to come and work here for cheaper. You get so much cut off your taxes for the hotels and whatnot, and. Um, there I was. I had done commercials and music videos in Nashville and production work as a you know stand-in, and um, uh, and then suddenly, all of a sudden, these jobs started showing up with with my Nashville agent, and um, you know, one of the, I, I've never told y'all this. I think I don't remember the movie you guys were in, Rustin. Oh yeah. Okay, shot in Birmingham here. Yeah. Yep. Uh, one of the first movies I read for. Really? Yeah. I mean, movies. Now, I'd like I said, I'd done commercials and all kinds of whatnot there, but uh, movies. This was a whole new era, and when they, the agent finally trusts you enough, you know, they throw you in. And um, I went and read, uh, uh, came here to read. Papa John was there. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, a good casting director from here, uh, Shirley Crumley, I'll mention her name, from Birmingham area, um, was my mentor, basically. We hooked up on Tom and Huck, the Disney movie up in Huntsville there. Mm. Well, I read for this movie, and um, um, I, I said, well, I didn't get it, but uh, I wonder who got the part. And I was listening to the show one day, and I realized, oh, Red got turned into two people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I read for Red. Did you? Oh, you I did, did not. I did. I certainly did. And you know what? I think... <laughs> You know what's weird is I think I blew I think I blew it for myself that day at the audition, y'all were talking on the show that morning as I was driving in about the movie. Yeah, and I said something to Papa John. I said Rick and Bubba talking about y'all today, and he said, "Really? What do they say?" I said, "Oh, they're talking a lot about the movie," and that probably spurred them. I left, and they said, "You know what we ought to do?" Is, <laughs> <laughs> so I think I cut my own throat. I, I never knew that we. Got your part in Rustin. No, never told y'all that. Never I, told I, you I that. never well, knew that. Well, I, I think you rebounded pretty good. You Dan. really did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you look at our list since then. Yeah, I can. Uh, I, if, I won't even need a full piece of paper to show you the movies <laughs> we've no, been in. No, and, and most of the time they just tell us to talk. Please don't be on camera. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's uh, it's um, uh, divine intervention, fellas, and, and and you know you've known me for a few years, and we seem to hit on the same path. Uh, everything you guys do. I started listening to y'all. The very first show, I'll never forget this as long as I live, the very first show I listened to, my brother, my twin brother, Randy, who came up with me today, 
He said, these guys on the radio, man, they don't play music. They talk, but they don't talk like uh, they talk like us. <laughs> yeah. And I said, okay, well, I live. And the first the first show, we are throwing biscuits off of some rooftop somewhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's been that long. I mean, it's it's been, that was 95 maybe yeah. or six or something. Yeah, it had to be right yeah. there somewhere. So Bubba and I both can look back in our childhood, and, and we both were – we're always interested in radio. Has this been the same for you when, when it came to acting? Good question, and no, okay. no. No one ever heard me say that I wanted to be an actor. I was in marketing, and I had worked for R.J. Reynolds and Kraft Foods and on and on and uh, done done very well in that. But I'll just be honest with you. I hate to use the word burnt out, but mm-hmm. I, was, um, I was not looking forward to my day. And uh, you said something uh, the other day on the radio um, I think it was in, in, in one of the Bible studies um, where you, when you started this, when your feet hit the floor, you're ready to go. You, you're eager to get here. Yeah. You're, you're thinking you're going to miss something if you're not. Well, that is exactly how, and I have told people that exact sentence, not hearing you say that, but, or copying it from you, but uh, I, I, I've never, I've 26 years now and I, I've loved what I do and I'm blessed to do it and I'm thankful to him for giving me the chance to allow me to do it. So what was and, the first thing? I mean, you were in marketing, you 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 started what what drew you over to, to acting? Well, uh, my dad got sick and ended up back home here. I had been transferred all all over the place. So Mississippi is where I was. And that situation wasn't working out, so I came back home. Dad had Parkinson's and I needed to help do my share and whatnot. And mm-hmm. Disney was coming to town to do a movie called Tom and Huck. And I thought, well, I can, I can, while I'm looking for a job, I can at least, you know, go do extra work and pay a utility bill or something. Here. Right, so yeah. Went to the, um, uh, on, on good coaching from my brother, he said, well, now, hey, if they're setting this thing up for Saturday morning, a big cattle call is what it was for extras. Sure. And uh, somebody's down there Friday night fixing this thing up. Why don't you sneak down there and see if you can't, like, get, boy, was he right. I went to the mall, down at Heart of Huntsville Mall that's no longer there in Huntsville. And uh, supposedly they were expecting 4,000 people the next day. Well, they had a crew of people. They had taken a drama group in Huntsville and asked them, would you come down and help us? I called the film office and got a name of somebody that would be there. And um, that name's going to knock your socks off, but it... It was Octavia Spencer. Really? Yes. <laughs> she was Shirley Crumley. I mentioned Shirley earlier. She was Shirley Crumley's assistant, casting assistant at that time. We're talking about the extras casting department. How about the, that? The extras. So I got her name. I showed up at this place, and as I got to the crucial point of me opening the door and going in and not knowing nobody, I opened the door and I said, is Octavia Spencer here? And the lady said, she'll be here in just a second. Go ahead and grab a table and chairs. And I turned and grabbed a table and some chairs, and I was in the movie business right then. Right then. Right then. That's funny. They talked about uh, jobs on in their department, not only extras, but uh, stand-ins, hand doubles, uh, body doubles. And there was work available where I could go and do more days. So after it was over with, I went up to Shirley and I told her that I was full-time available. And, um, and she turned to Octavia and said, I want him for utility stand-in. And that is a stand-in for all the adult actors, the male adult actors in the show. And um, um, so I worked 45 days on that film. And that was my film school. That was, that it, was right? it. I learned the vocabulary. I learned to shut up. I learned to right, yeah. uh, open my ears and shut my mouth. Yeah, it, uh, 
But uh, a good crew, I got yelled at, which was good the first day. I'll never forget. I, I looked down. It was over. I reached down and started grabbing cable to help a guy coal up his cable. And I'm not union. Uh-oh. And I got cursed by a man told me to put down his cable. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I learned very quick. But uh, uh, pass those things on to a lot of people. Your son is one of them. I'm, yep. you know, tickled to be able to. Well, you've to... been good to Blake and, and really helped him. And y'all got to work together, I think, on one project. or Woodlawn, yeah. yeah. So Woodlawn. far one. And yeah. I know there'll be others. I hope, hopefully, anyway. Um Funny on, on Woodlawn, you know, I, I could tell, I knew he was new and he didn't, he didn't admit to being anything but, but he was, he was a smart cookie. I knew he uh, must've been raised right because uh, he said, uh, um, uh, he would ask me stuff and he would ask good questions and he could have probably gone ahead and tried to do something and not, and, and, and fell down doing mm-hmm. it or yeah. picked up somebody's cables and started winding them like, I, you know, yeah. but, uh, um, <clears throat> His dressing room was next to mine on one location. We were at Legion Field shooting, and his dressing room was next to mine. And I'm in there watching The Wizard of Oz on my computer or whatever, you know, trying to kill time. And all of a sudden, I hear, There's a bright golden haze on the... And I thought, God almighty. And 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 it was him, and he just came out singing, okay? And that happened... A lot. Right, yeah. yeah. He got that honestly. <laughs> well, that's what I learned because yeah. one day y'all were, the le- uh, intern was leaving the show, and I think Bubba or somebody asked her, what is something about Rick that the audience doesn't know? Tell us something about Rick. She said, well, how he'll just break into song for no reason. <laughs> and I said, I know he got it from somewhere. But, yeah. but yes, what a sweet guy, a good kid and a good actor. See, the thing about I noticed about him first, knowing that that was his first project, you, you know when you throw spaghetti up on the wall and it don't stick? Right. You don't eat it yet. That's right, yeah. You know, right. so you know it's not yeah. ready. Yeah. He was ready for this, man. He was. He was, gain, he, he was gaining knowledge. It was like practicing football. Um, get better, get better, get right. better, get yeah. better. Ask the right questions. And right. and um, I realized early to, to, to start giving some back. Uh, like I said, I've been very blessed. And it was – I thought, well, you know, people in – young actors in Alabama – uh, at that time, I was in Huntsville. Um, I don't want them walking in there and embarrassing themselves. I need to. They need to know what to expect and things. And let me take the mistakes I've made and save them six months and save them money. And yeah. you know, wasting headshot time or a lot of headshot oh. photographers. And they do one, do good one, and go to the, and move on. Oh. Um, but um, that's just that's like I was raised right too. You know, so yeah. trying to pass a lot of that on and well I, i'm i'm thankful and you and michael papa john both have been very very good to him and and taught him you know he's still learning but taught him how to maneuver the business how to how do you start you know how do you how you go well, from how you go from stunt man to having a speaking role and that kind of stuff well he's done well done very well um uh, also too it's luck a lot of it, oh, is, sure it is but we create a lot of that luck even be nice to people they'll ask you back and and that i've done 10 movies with insp Ten movies. Right. I never thought I'd do five. Right. To start with, and <laughs> I gave it about two weeks, you know, and yeah. and uh, it worked out right. Uh, but uh, well, I'll give you a perfect example of your son. This movie he's about to go do, Lily. Mm-hmm. I read for that. Didn't get it. Oh, really? Not his part, of right. course. But yeah. yeah. So there you go. It's a small world, and and you know about self taping, and you know about and and your other son, as far as his production side oh, of things, yeah. is like you're uh, you're gonna. They're going to take care of you good when you get old. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll come back because I want to talk about some of that. But but you're right, and 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 he's learned, and we know this, Bubba. You and I, from what we've been through, 
the no's are just a they're, they're just a road on the way to a yes. And well, just because you don't get one role, that, that you may not have been right for that one, but there's one you're going to be right for. There's a good story I learned. The Lord taught me very early. Thank, thank goodness for this, too. Yeah. Uh, my first movie role I got was uh, um, uh, uh, a big one, Tommy Lee Jones. It was uh, and now I can, U.S. Marshals. Oh, yeah, I uh, love that movie. I told everybody. It was my first speaking part. I had lines to him. He was his picture was on the parade, the Sunday magazine, the Sunday paper parade. Mm-hmm. I took it off and stuck it to my refrigerator and talked to him, said those lines to him for months, man. And yeah. three days before we go shoot this thing, the agent calls and said, uh, Danny, your part has been written out of the movie. They won't need you. Oh, my goodness. Oh. And I remember sitting on the couch. It was daylight when I got the call, and I remember kind of coming out of the fog when it was dark. Oh, yeah. Oh. And I thought, what am I going to do? And I thought, okay, I hear you, Lord. Right. I'm, I'm not going to do this. I'm not supposed to do this work. And I really, literally got my marketing resume back out and started updating. And, my, and I had read for a Captain D's commercial about eight days before. And uh, the agent called two days later and said, hey, you got the Captain D's gig. Oh. If I'd have gone and done U.S. Marshals, I'd have made about $1,100 or something mm-hmm. like that. This Captain D's deal paid $3,600. I yeah. said, okay, Lord, I hear you. I'm back <laughs> We'll come back more with Danny Vinson and his incredible story when Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, continues. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. Watch more at blazetv.com slash Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, now I know that uh, we make a lot of jokes, especially as being dad and being men, about getting underwear for Christmas. But I'm going to tell you what. If somebody gives you Tommy John, they love you. If it's the right underwear, it ain't a bad deal. How about if they give you Tommy John, they love you. Uh, Why don't you wish someone a merry softness and a happy new rear? How about that? (laughs) Yeah, fine. How do you like that little line? I like it. That's clever. So anyway, uh, the new comfy underwear, loungewear, and pajamas from Tommy John are an outstanding gift. Uh, for someone now, your loved ones, uh, you know, they, they start the day wearing Tommy John, uh, and you know what? That that they're much more comfortable, and and they can do even better because let me let me tell you something. You're not going to have a very productive day if your underwear is uncomfortable, uh, and you will see a difference, and you will see it immediately. Now, their loungewear, soft tri blend micro uh, model fabrics uh, make four way stretch, no lint balls or fuzz, uh, and with over 17 million pairs sold. Giving the gift of Tommy John underwear and loungewear has become a Christmas and holiday tradition for families across the country. Did you know this? 97% of women and men love getting the gift of Tommy John. 97%. Only 3% of the people say, you know what, I think I, I, think I, wanna, I, want, I want my money back. That's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics. So returns and exchanges are free. It's all backed by Tommy John's best pair you'll wear or it's free guarantee. So get 20% off right now the first order right now at TommyJohn.com slash Rick Bubba. That's TommyJohn.com slash Rick Bubba for 20% off order now so that your gift will arrive in time for the holidays. Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, we're here with Danny Vinson. Danny uh, is uh, is an actor. He's been in how many? You got any idea how many you've been in? Well, IMDb says 92. 92 movies. Yeah. Wow. 92 movies. Danny, I, I want to ask you because you've been a character actor. Yeah. In, in all these movies, do you have a desire to be a lead guy or do you like being the character guy? Uh, well, I tell you what, I think I'm better at being character. I'm, I, I dive into those a little bit easier. Now, I've done lead work, um, a lot of shorts and a lot of short films. And so I've done that. Um, 
it's good uh, to me. I mean, uh, hey, working is working, and, and mm-hmm. that's, that's, it's uh, uh, I'm I'm lucky to be getting anything. But um, I think also to your maturity, um, you have to kind of earn that lead stuff. You gotta first off, you gotta be on set for thirty something days. When I'm used to being on set for like four, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and yeah. and you gotta shut down work at home and get your right. mail and have it. You know, but uh, it's. Uh, so it's a different way to do business, but yeah, to answer your question, yeah, you know, you want to you want to dive in and do or whatever, or you see you see a movie uh, that you that you missed or that you didn't get to read for or whatever, and you thought, you know, I could have done that, um, right? And that was that would I would have done this instead of that, and I, I know the paychecks are probably a lot better for some of these lead guys, especially if they have a big hit, but. A lot of times, if they have a big hit, they they don't get a lot of other roles after that. They're kind of well locked into that role forever, now, right? Now you're a lead guy. You know, when you're number one, there's only one direction to go, and, yeah. and you get you get calls, but you also know what you're doing for the, about the next three years, which I don't get to know. But uh, right, you know, right. you signed up for this film, that film, this film, that film. But um, it's um. Yeah, just the the heart of the actor. You want to play everybody, but right. you, 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 and you and you especially. But when you realize, you know, I could have done that, and, and confidently say that to yourself, and know that um, uh, I may have even taken this, you know, approach or uh, whatever. But I say, or maybe he missed a shot. He, uh, you know, that's. I, I hate to analyze. I can't watch a movie anymore. Worth, you know, like everybody else. It's, I know. It's, it, it, Has I, it killed it for you just to sit down and enjoy it? I'm going to admit to y'all something that I probably shouldn't admit, and I'm going to do it on the air. Here it comes. Um, um, and I, they call it an actor's read. When an actor gets a part and gets his script, he gets hired and booked, you're supposed to read the whole thing. You know, you, the, 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 the start, the middle, and the end. That tells you where you belong in there, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get that. But I realized a long time ago that my little parts, man, I'm on like page 40, and there's 115 pages to this. <laughs> I go... I go see the movie. Well, I already really know how it ends. And my part ended on page 40. I really have no contribution well, to the plot after that. Uh, I'm not damaging myself or anybody else or well, disgracing anybody other than the writer by not reading the script. But I want to go see it on the screen. I have almost now stopped reading books because the movies never include the whole book. You, right. You right. Know, yeah. It, totally it, it, it's six-hour movies. But it's... Um, <laughs> I stop where my part ends because then I get to go to the movie and see the ending like y'all. Well, mm-hmm. that's smart. Well, it, I get to enjoy my business. It's um, well, it, it was ruining it. What if it, you have another part you didn't know about? Right. <laughs> way back there on like one fourteen. Well, no, but, I do do a double check. On that. Well, that <laughs> is funny. Yeah, no joke. But you, but you were talking about this like when I try to watch a movie with the one son that does all the behind the scenes stuff. He's Uh-oh. he's all about how it's shot. Yeah, he's all about how it's lit. He's in like like what was the movie? I can't think of the year. The World War One movie that that was called um, the year. It was the year, one of the years of World War One, and they used the one camera shot. Nineteen twelve. Oh, uh, what was that movie called? Oh, nineteen. I can't remember. Had to be nineteen ten, uh, eleven, twelve. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's in yeah. that. But anyway, and of course, my one camera. Yeah, the one behind the the scene says, "Dad, let me tell you about this movie. <laughs> they don't do like they're going to shoot this thing in one shot the whole time." Mm. And I'm like, oh, 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 I know the uh, movie. You're yeah, talking yeah, yeah. And I was like, what? And see, I didn't want. Once he planted that in my head, that's all I could see now. Now you're, you know, and yeah. and really, if I hadn't known it, I just would enjoy the art of it, and yeah. I would have never known what was going on. Yeah. But he tells me what's going on, and then the same thing, you know, when you're talking now to the one that's the actor, then he's doing the stuff like you're talking about. Well, you know, you, there's there's all that, but 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 I. So you're right. You, you have to kind of step out of it. Like even for us listening to radio, it's different. 
because because we're listening to it with a different kind of ear. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. you just have to say, look, I got to turn all that off and just listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, we cheat a lot in in, <laughs> in movie business, and the audience doesn't know that a lot, but that's uh, we do. And if we told you a lot of the secrets, it's it's no fun anymore. But it's <laughs> but the editors make you look good. Yeah. And so you end up okay. So yeah. through all the roles that you played. Yeah. And I know this is going to be probably an unfair question, but we're going to try it anyway. Okay. okay. I have two questions. Okay. Number one, what has been your favorite role you've played so far? Okay. Okay. And then number two, what was the most um, incredible moment with an actor that we all know? <laughs> that you went, wow. Yeah, you played okay. it. Yeah. Okay. So first, what was your favorite role you've played so far? Uh, the most fun I had was my uh, third go-around with Will Ferrell yeah. um, in a movie called The Campaign. Yeah. And um, Jay Roach directed that, the guy that did all the Austin Powers movies and um, – I had to play a snake handling preacher. Oh and boy! I, and I saw that. Yep. Yeah. Now my my brother told me, he said, "Do uh, have they told you if you're gonna have to handle snakes or not?" And I said, "No." And they would have had to have I, you know, they, they let you know that you know. They need you know, to. Well, yeah. this part contains nudity. I needed to know that before I got here. You're right. Know, yeah. You know, absolutely. You know. Yeah. But uh, so I get to sit, and the snake wranglers show up. Uh oh. Yeah. And Jay Roach, uh, after lunch, we're to shoot inside this church, and uh, we're down in New Orleans, or right outside of New Orleans, uh, and uh, across the Ponce train, and uh, and uh, Warner didn't build, build us a real church either. That kind of got next to me. Will was in there using some language. We were in a real church. Uh oh. I talked to him about that as we come. Did out. you say something to him? Well, he 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 said to me, um, "This concerns you, I know." He said, "Don't worry about that, man." He said. Uh, he said, "You got, you got, you got a family to feed just like I do." And I said, "Yeah, I guess God knows that. We've talked about it, but uh, that's that's strong, dude. You're in there, you know." And he kind of each take is different with Will. Bless his heart, he's brilliant, but he's he he goes a little too much for me sometimes. And that's just me because that you know. Yeah. But it's um, um, the uh, Jay walked me down the aisle of that church, just me and him in that church, and he said, "Now you don't have to do this. You know that." And I said, what's that? He said, we're going to handle the snakes today. Uh-oh. And I said, uh, well, you, you you want me to do it, don't you? And uh, he said, yes. He said, well, I said, well, then I'll do it. And, and that's uh, when Bubba would have walked off the well, lot. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. when yeah. I would have burned the whole place. Well, yeah, right, right. Uh, y'all have had an influence on my career the whole through time. <laughs> Did you realize I was chewing Rick and Bubba beef jerky in, in, oh, yeah. in 42? Yeah, we, yeah, we yeah, talked we about heard that. that. That's great. It was in my mouth. I mean, I was that child. That was, was, was fantastic. Yeah. A little known movie fact. It is. That's it. It's, but yeah. uh, I told him, I said, I'll do it. I said, it'll, and maybe it'll help Will, because I have to hand two of the snakes to Will. Uh-oh. And uh, he said, yes, it will help him. You know, if you do it and act like it's no big deal, we're going to have a meeting. We're going to get together. The, the guys are going to tell you about them and all this. Well, we get there, and the only people allowed to touch these snakes are the wranglers who are dressed as extras and me and will nobody else can get around these snakes and so they've got us holding them and they're teaching us how to not do and whatnot if you start to grab a snake it's like trying to hold water Mm. you just be still well they think you're a tree and Mm. they just sit there and by the end of the day, we were playing with them. It was really uh, interesting. Now, were they poisonous snakes? No, 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 non-poisonous. But I got uh, another interesting bit that uh, <laughs> I got bit twice that day, and I wasn't supposed to. Danny. Yeah, oh, boy. One little water snake. They gave me corn snakes, water snakes, and a carpet python. I had six snakes, three in each hand. And, 
Boy, what we do to pay I'm, the rent. Man. I know yeah, it. I, I'm but you have to remind yourself, segment. I must pay. I must. I, I need well, this income well, while I'm holding these snacks. I am. But here's again, you, you, you're, you're, you're playing with the big boys. This is this is Warner Brothers. Oh, this is a yeah. big know, opportunity. You don't want to be that guy. That you they know. say, well, or you don't want to be the guy that did so good they call you back to do another scene. Yeah, you got to be careful. That maybe <laughs> they, true. They're, they're snakes. I said, tell you, you need to call Danny Vincent. Yeah, boy, he did a great job with them babies. Well, and I thought, okay, we're supposed to overcome our our fears. We're supposed to pass God's test. That's it. This is a God's test. I'm being tested. I've got to pass it. I've got to go. And this is just, I used, nobody twisted my arm to be an actor, and here I am. It's on me. i got to do this. Warner Brothers wouldn't put me in this bad situation, and, and dead gum if I didn't get bit twice. <laughs> so, but, I mean, it hurts, doesn't it? Even though they're not yes. poisonous, it yes, does sir. hurt. Yes, sir. You know you're being bit, and... Um, it was a real good scene. I was uh, the camera guy. I was, slung that thing. It was. I mean, I yeah. was slung that thing yeah. into the next week. Well, he bit me, and I. I Where'd he get you? At? Uh, uh, right on the uh, palm. Next first, to that finger, it won't work. The first. It <laughs> 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 he, he took it about six weeks, but no, it's. Uh, and it was strange. I had, I had, uh, I was taking the snakes out of the box, supposedly like the preacher does. Yeah. Never been to one of those services, but right. I bet they're interesting. Uh-huh. But. Uh, 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 I, I've been scared a few times in church, but I bet I really would be scared. Oh, no doubt about that. Yeah, <laughs> oh. taking them, and I turn around basically and hit that pose that you just saw, saw there. Yeah, and uh, the cameraman is on his on his back, looking up at me. He's yeah. down like in the floor, looking up, and uh, well, he's hoping you don't drop him. Well, I yes, don't. He is. I don't go, but like turn around in one step, and that's it, and then cut. It's really a quick, quick little scene. But um, how quick did you let them things go? <laughs> I didn't. Not I quick didn't. enough. I, 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 they, they were. I felt like they were like. I don't want to kill them, you right, know. Yeah. And, and yeah. so, I I grabbed him. I, I got yanked. Man, he bit me. And then I I looked at my. I'll never forget Randy, my my wrangler, the guy, my guy. Mm. Randy, I think I got bit. He said, "Which hand?" I said, "This one." He said, "Drop them." And all of, he said, I'll "Drop them." And I dropped them snakes on the floor. Here come the other <clears throat> wranglers getting them. And I remember taking my hand and looking. Trying to look like back at it like this, and Farrell is right behind me. Will's right behind me, yeah. and he's about he's yeah, he about that. yeah he's a big old boy, and uh, I wasn't looking at him. And about that time, I look and I look back, and he's, his eyes were like, mm. and his forehead got real flat. <laughs> <laughs> he he turned around. I swear, he turned around to Jason Sudeikis, who's also in the movie. Oh yeah, and he said, "Real deal." <laughs> <laughs> Real, real deal, deal man. Yeah. It's, it's not playtime anymore. I'd have been calling the computer guy. Hey, let's uh, well, add these electronically. And, and, man, I believe everybody, including one of the Warner Brothers, came in and wiped me down. It was like they yeah. they're taking care of me. One of the kept, Warner Brothers. I kept telling. I said, Bugs it's, Bunny it's, came it's in. a paper cut. Come on, man. Okay. Let's go. Let's I'm go. Right. Here again, I didn't want to be that no, guy. No, you're right. Yeah. You're yeah. right. And um, so the little rascal is a water snake, and he wasn't having a good day. He didn't like that lights and camera crap, but... Uh, he bit me again. This time, Bubba, in the cuticle of my little finger, no. and that hurt. That really, yeah. I felt that. And I remember walking up to Will, and I said, that rascal bit me again, man. And he started getting, the, I said, no, 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 I got a tissue. I just won't get blood on the wardrobe, you know. Yeah. And I didn't want that. I believe that I'll whole... take that one out of the mix. <coughs> Same well, one? Same was, snake? That yeah. was one of the last shots with him, so I knew, here again, I just don't want to be that guy. Yeah. Man. I, let yeah. me get in, get out, get my paycheck and, and uh, credit, and we'll go. But uh, yeah. All right, we'll come back. More with Danny Vinson on this edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Rick and Bubba. 
This is the Rick and Bubba Show. Watch more at blazetv.com slash Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, so we do know this. Uh, we want to be able to go on the Internet and, and do what we're doing and look at what we're looking at, and we really don't think that's anybody else's business. That's why you need to get ExpressVPN uh, to prevent ISPs from seeing your Internet activity. Protect your devices with the best, ExpressVPN. Uh, it's a simple app for your computer or smartphone that encrypts all your network data and tunnels it through a secure VPN server so that your ISP cannot be, uh, they cannot see any of your activity. Uh, you truly are now back uh, in, in your own space with your own privacy because you don't want to be tracked by the tech giants. They sell your information for a profit, and that's why we recommend ExpressVPN because it's the best way to hide your online activity from your ISP. You just download the app, even I can do it, tap one button on your device, and you are protected. does all the work. Uh, all this without slowing down your connection. Uh, you don't, don't have that concern. That doesn't happen. Uh, it's rated the number one VPN service by CNET and The Verge. So stop handing over your personal data to the ISPs and the other tech giants who mine your activity and then sell off the information. Stop it. Go right now. Protect yourself in the, with the VPN that we trust and keep you private online. ExpressVPN.com slash Rick Bubba. That's ExpressVPN, E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash Rick Bubba to get three extra months for free. Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Danny Vincent, actor, is our guest. Uh, we were talking about you you working on uh, the campaign and being bit by snakes. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but but what you were talking about is you, you want word to get out that Danny Vincent comes. He does his job. He gets after. He's not a whiner. He doesn't complain. It, it, unless it's unless it's you know, I, I'll do a lot of stuff. But as you get older, there's there's some Ooh. things that I, I I need to have a little discussion. We need to work out the details. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but uh, I noticed when we showed the shot of you with these snakes, uh-huh. do they do they paint them with something because they look like rattlesnakes, but they're not. No, those that was that was your boa uh, carpet python. Oh, was they okay. Look, they look the most like a timber rattler. Oh, okay. Yeah, they okay. they and uh, they had guys come on that set that that day and do a, a puppet snake because uh, will gets bit by one of the by his little snake he gets bit yeah, yeah, yeah. and his arm swells up yeah. and he jumps through the window and everything <laughs> but it's uh speaking of feral now you know like i said y'all got y'all got little connections in my career the whole it's in and out every four every two or three years something happens that involves you guys the the chewing tobacco and the but uh, when i did talladega nights oh yeah well, I was listening the day that you guys sent speedy out chasing will when we were doing talladega nights yeah we got it right you got on the show yeah and it called it your birthday, I think it was. Yeah, uh, yeah. Birthday. he sure was did. very nice. The um, uh, well, when I got to set, I talked to him about that. I said, "Yeah, I was listening the day that uh, they ran you down there." I said, um, and I'm, I'm, I made mention. I said, "Yeah, they're 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 uh, very popular." He said, "You know, I heard later they have. I thought they were local. I thought they were a local Birmingham deal, just you know, four or five counties, and mm-hmm. that's about you know. And he said, they're everywhere. I said, "Yeah, they are." I said, "They've got like three million listeners, I think, at that time. It's what you had." Yeah, and. Um, and he gave y'all a lot, man. Yes, he did. He said, we've got to get maybe go back there and do some promotional work for that area. I thought, well, you know, they would love that or whatever. So I called Speedy when I got home. I called just to talk to somebody, a, a, yeah. an intern or somebody, just to let you guys know that. And the next thing I know, I'm on the radio talking to oh, you yeah. about yeah. it. So that's, <laughs> yeah. uh, you don't mind better. Okay, well. And uh, no, I'm here. But uh, uh, And, of course, here again, 
uh, that's when Greg didn't think I was really an actor. He yes. didn't believe it. Was that's right. You remember that? <laughs> Thank goodness for IMDb. Yeah. <clears throat> that was, well, it's uh, not the first time Greg's been passionately no, wrong. Right. Oh, uh, Danny, don't worry I about it. it. Well, I I, 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 let's do this so we get this in for sure mm-hmm. in the podcast, and yeah. then whatever's left, we'll go back and do some stuff in the past. Okay. So, American Underdog. Yes. Uh, it, it's it's coming out Christmas Day, right, with the Irwin Brothers. Yes, sir. Just a couple of weeks, I guess. Yeah, uh-huh. and we've uh, we've done a lot of work with Irwin Brothers uh, in in the past, and yeah. you know what they've done in uh, in in that that category of faith based movies is is well documented and it gets better and bigger it seems uh, as we go so this is the kurt warner story uh and you you play who in this movie i am uh kurt's father-in-law brenda his wife uh it's her her dad mm-hmm. and uh, he played a, a good role in their uh, in their story, let's say, and it's a great story. This is unbelievable. It gives everybody hope that you don't stop, you don't give up, you just believe in yourself and you you, you trust your faith, you know, and you do what we're supposed to do and you do, uh, you live right and uh, uh, it's uh, it goes on and on. There's pages of learn learning in this in this movie, and I've not seen it. Uh, I go to L.A. next week to the premiere, and we'll see it for the first time there, and that's a a, a milestone for me. That's my first christmas day release oh really and it's my first uh, uh man's chinese theater hollywood big cool. after party and everything deal man. oh that'll so, be cool yeah I'm so old. let me tell you another historic place right across the street from man's oh boy is a hotel called the roosevelt i'm staying at the roosevelt bubba Uh-oh. that that is the hotel that willie and wanda took place in oh is he <laughs> that is the, that is the hotel <laughs> where we were i never knew that but i know <laughs> yes, willie and wanda stories yeah. like uh, you'll feel that. different going to bed in there won't you yeah well that and now now my wife has researched uh, uh, everything all these ghosts and oh, stuff. oh yeah it's, that, haunted. it's the most haunted place in hollywood oh i know yes. we stayed there we got up early and did the show and uh i mean it was like for their time it was real early you know, because uh-huh. even six o'clock here was what four? Yeah, out there, and uh, they'd set us up in a little room up there, and I we're being that. loud. And I thought, well, I know this is going to go over good. Well, do you remember when I had because people had told us those ghost stories? Okay, and I want to yep. warn you about this because it may happen to you if you've never stayed there. No, this first. so I'm heard all these stories, and of course we get up; it's four <clears> o'clock <throat> in the morning. Well, I turned the corner, and Charlie Chaplin is sitting on a bench. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, my gosh. When, when but that was a statue, uh, though, Rick. Uh, it was. was. Yeah. I want to warn you. It's not. It, but if you've, been, if you've heard that and you see the statue of Charlie Chaplin sitting on a bench, it's not real. I just want you to know that because they, it, it's there. It, it scared Rick. It scared me to death. I thought, oh my gosh, I'm seeing Charlie Chaplin walking, sit, sitting on the bench in the hall. It's just a statue. It's just a statue. Yeah, they, they do have it. a Charlie. You Chaplin. know, that's, that's a, not fair. That's no. a great place too because you, you can see out the window the Hollywood sign up there, and you got man's. Yeah. And you got all the you know Old hands home. and f- you know feet print on the sidewalk so and all. Cool. It's really a neat. You'll area. love this. And Dennis Quaid again uh, is working with Irwin Brothers. I, yeah. I think one of the best performances Dennis Quaid's ever given is an. I can only imagine. Oh, I do too. I do yeah. too. Yeah, and, and uh, so and he's in this as well, right? Well, yeah, he's he's uh, I think about a month and six days uh, older than I am, mm-hmm. and uh, I've got to talk to him next week at the premiere and find out what he's doing to stay looking younger. Right. <laughs> so you, you've worked with? Have you had you ever worked with Dennis Quay before? No, I never had, and I didn't get to meet and work with Y'all him. Y'all were never there at the same no, time? No, he did. I did all the early stuff. He was in on the football stuff. So um, we shot in Oklahoma City back in February during that unbelievable ice storm. Uh, we, oh, yeah. We went, hey, man, we just ducked our heads and dove and go, man. We, 
Uh, and now with COVID, doggone it, the transpo, they don't come and get us anymore at the hotel. They give us a car and we have to drive ourselves. Oh, really? So I was slipping and sliding all over oh, Oklahoma. Oh, my trying goodness. To get, trying to get to the sets. And, and you're from Alabama. You don't know how to drive in there. Well, no, well, but they don't ask that question. They just right. give you the keys. Yeah, you know, they don't you tell you about snakes. They don't tell you about snow and ice. It's amazing what you learn. Danny, how many movies you got in the hopper right now? I mean, I know you've been credited with 92 and you've got... This Kurt Warner movie, which is right. going to be huge coming out. But you, you um, got other ones in the I hopper, do. too, right? I've got a, a thing for NBC. It's TV. I do a lot of TV now, too, uh, nowadays, thank goodness. But uh, um, th- sometime in January, I'm not sure, uh, there's a, a show ABC has coming out that's uh, it's an interesting concept. Will Smith's money, uh, Jay-Z, and Beyonce produced it. It's called Women of the Movement, and it's a six-part miniseries, if you will. I don't think they're using that term, but... Um, on famous uh, black women, this one is uh, the the um, uh, Emmett Till story, and um, uh, his mom and her heroic role she played in all of it, um, uh, and it's uh, I play a juror in that, and I'm in three of the six episodes. Uh, I've got to deal with um, HBO. Ah, like I say, me and the Lord have had many conversations about my work, but uh, went over and worked with Danny McBride and them uh, uh, for HBO on a show called Righteous Gemstones. That's uh, here again a little bit of a stretch for 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 my taste, but I got a cat to feed, so you know we gotta we gotta do the work. But it's uh, uh, a good role, but the show is kind of uh, I don't know off color, off color for yeah. you know. Uh, but it's uh, uh, and I worked with Danny on uh, Eastbound and Down. That was also Will Ferrell's deal. But uh, <laughs> yeah. so I known him for many years. But uh, you know, I love just watching movies, trying to find you, Danny. Yeah, just to find you. In there's a pretty good chance you're going to be in. <laughs> yeah. it. You know, I mean, if I it's one up. that I go to see, I know him. Yeah. That's Danny Vincent. Well, it's Diary um, of a Wimpy Kid. You yeah. know, if you I were got in that that group, Diary of a Wimpy Kid played Hog Man in that one. <laughs> it's funny. I got the young kids with that one. <laughs> yeah, and, and if I'm at a, t- a, t- a table and with, me. <laughs> well, well, and a lot of older, yeah, too. I, I, I thought uh, Harry Potter was for kids until I watched it, you know. And the, yeah. But uh, it's uh, uh, I can get the young audience with uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I can get the middle-aged group, the millennials, with Walking Dead. Yeah. And I can get the old guys with uh, uh, Robert Redford, you know. Do you know Robert? I worked with Robert Redford. And, and uh, uh, Bobby Duvall, yeah, you know Bob, or, uh, Robert Duvall. He, yeah. And people get on me for calling him Bobby and that. But, you know, if you want me to call you Rick, I'll call you Rick. Mm. Well, he says, call me Bobby. Well, I call him Bobby. Well, that's what you know, should uh-huh. Bob Redford. <coughs> and, you know, that's yeah. they think I'm being big shot. But that ain't that's what they said to call him. And uh, Sandy Bullock, and you know. Okay. We'll come back and we'll continue more with Danny Vincent when Rick and Bubba University, the podcast continues. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. Watch more at blazetv.com slash Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Well, I think with all the pressure that we, the, the pandemic and the stress of the economic, uh, and, and you know, driving on ice in Oklahoma, handling snakes, and <laughs> and you know, a lot of times life can, uh, you say, look, I just need to to relax, and and Headspace is, is going to offer that to you. It's it's the power of meditation with Headspace, and what they do basically, uh, you can go and you can download uh, the, the all kinds of things for you to listen to that really help you relax. Uh, you know, there's been all kinds uh, of studies that have been done on this, uh, but Headspace is uh, uh, one of the most science-backed me- uh, meditation apps in the world, proving meditation really does work. Uh, now, the study says in about two weeks, Headspace can reduce your stress by 14%. Uh, so I'm going to tell you, it, it, you know, when you first hear it, you're kind of skeptical of it to begin with, is, is, you know, and that's okay. But use the app for just a few minutes each day, and I promise you it's going to help you feel better. 
Uh, you'll, you'll relax of unnecessary stress. Uh, you know, it'll help you if you're being anxious, got some anxiety, it'll help you with that. You really will feel the difference. So if you'd like to find out more about it, this is, this is, um, uh, this is an opportunity for you to move. So find some Headspace. Go to headspace.com slash Bubba. We'll get you one, min- one month free of their entire meditation library. Uh, the best Headspace offer available. Let's go to headspace.com slash Bubba. Make sure you got that on there. Headspace.com slash Bubba. We'll get you one month for free, and you will see the difference. All right, so Danny Vincent is with us. we got a few more minutes. So the other question I asked you, yes, you just mentioned things like Robert Redford, Robert Duvall. You yeah. told us about Tommy Lee Jones, even though that was cut out. Yeah. So w- w- what has been the moment, you as a character actor, when you're interacting with some of these, the greatest of all time, that you say, this was one of my favorite moments. Well, um, or intimidating I, moment or whatever it was. Well, it was a, it was one of those where you realize either uh, either, I, either I'm gonna everybody's gonna know or I've got to pass this little test here. Yeah, I was doing a, and it's real simple. You you won't think about this, and it was real quick. But um, I was doing a music video for uh, John Rich, Big and Rich. Yeah, uh, and it was a song called "Shutting Detroit Down." kind of a novelty country song back when everything we lost Oak, uh, Oldsmobile and every you know all yeah. the car dealers um and uh, they I got a call to be up to read for this uh, part on a Sunday which not many people do in this business they that's a rare thing well that means they're short on time it was a music video for him to come up and read for this part I read for this part and all of a sudden I, the next day I get a phone call and they say would you be willing to come and do stand-in work for Merle Haggard on this on this video? And I ain't missing that day. Yes. No, no, right, yeah. I'll be there. Yeah. Right. So yes, I took I said took the gig. Well, come to find out, and I did a little research, but to come to find out, this video is going to contain Merle Haggard, Chris Christopherson, and um, dang, uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, Mickey Rourke. Okay. Mickey Rourke. Yeah. Okay, big dogs, I'm thinking. Yeah, wow, right. That'll be a fun day. Well, about, I guess, three or four days before we go shoot it, I get a call from the agent. And they, uh, at that time, uh, and it's okay, I guess, to say this now, he's left us, uh, but um, Merle Haggard had cancer, and they didn't want a lot of folks knowing that. Okay. You know, he had good days, and he had bad days. He had good weeks, bad weeks, and he was having a bad week. And so... He had to bow out of this video, mm. and now I'm to go in and play one of, uh, not his part. They had to switch him around. It's about a, 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 a car line up in Detroit where they're starting to fire or give the boys the pink slip that have been there for 30 years instead of, you know, because they're costing them more, and they got their pension building and everything else, so it's a, a bad deal. I had to fire. Uh, Merle was going to play the boss that fires Chris. Mm. Mickey Rourke is Chris's best friend, and he confronts him with it. Right. And you can see the video. Like I say, it's called Shutting Detroit Down. Well, I now am hired to play Merle's part. uh, uh, They they switched it around. Uh, I'm the boss. I have to now fire Chris Christopherson and then then take a blessing from uh, Mm -hmm. from Mickey Mickey Rourke. Rourke. Well, we, we shoot, and the music videos are about the song. They're not about us. Well, this one had dialogue in it. So we got we had scenes and all that good stuff. Um, and I enjoyed the whole day. I got to spend the me and uh, they wanted me to make sure Chris knew his lines. So for about I guess an hour, it's just me and him in a dressing room, and we didn't talk much about the lines. We talked about everything. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> you know, but, um, 
So we get to set and we're shooting this thing, and it comes time when I fired Chris, and Chris goes down the stairs. Mickey looks up and he realizes what's going on, and he confronts the boss man. He comes up and he says, "I can't believe this. What's going on?" No, no, no. There's guys that have been here for less time that have not put in the hours, and and uh, he said, "Won't you come down here? We'll talk about it." Well, that was supposed to be MOS, which means without sound. <coughs> right. They, were gonna, they weren't going to mic right. us. It was just two men arguing. You got the message. Right before we shoot this, Mickey says, we're micing this, right? Uh-oh. And the director says, well, you, you, are you going to curse? He says, yes, I am. Right. And uh, he said, what, whatever, let's do it. Yeah, so they ran up, put a mic on me, and they put a mic on him. So within about 10 seconds, I realized I've got to improv with Mickey Rourke. Wow. And I got to make this stick. This has got to work. And this, what do I say? What, and so your mind starts thinking, you we did one take. And they used that, and he let me have it, man. <laughs> and I come back at him, and I, you know, told him to get back to work and to calm down and take a deep breath and all that, you know. And that's Mickey Rourke down there, man. And I'm thinking, <laughs> you know, thank goodness it wasn't like in my face because I was up on the podium looking down at the at the office or the 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 line, and uh, he was looking up at me, but. Um, it did. It did work better with him miking, but that was the most exhilarated feeling as an actor I've had. On, and I've had a lot of good moments. But sure. I realized I pulled that off, and we did it in one take. And that, um, uh, that okay. Hey, give me the feather. Let me put it in my hat. You know, and yeah. move on. That's all. But that that was that well, that cool. that stoked me up, man. Yeah. It that's really a good. One. But I'm gonna go look that one. Yeah, up. I am too. Yeah. Danny, thank you for being with us. I do want to make sure yeah. everybody understands American Underdog. Uh, you will be in that, yeah. uh, and it's a great cast. I mean, it's, it looks oh, like a great yeah. movie. Yeah, uh, and it's going to open on Christmas Day, so yep. uh, so be sure and look for that. That's the Kurt Warner movie, and then uh, maybe you can play the same game that we always play: watch any movie and ask the question: Is Danny Vincent somewhere in this <laughs> can movie? Can you find Danny? Will Vincent? he be coming up at any moment? If you want to see all the stuff he's been involved in, there's a lot. Go to DannyVincent.com. You've been a great friend of the show, and yeah. as I said, a great friend to. My uh, my son, and I hope he'll get to work with the youngest son too. Maybe he'll be behind the camera. Well, and I know Hunter's in pr- uh, production, so yep. maybe he'll be on a set. Yeah, one day. There's, there's no telling with my bunch. You may have a whole Rick and Bubba kid crew uh, putting stuff together one day. <laughs> I've enjoyed the fellowship, man. Thank hey, you. thank you, Danny. Yes, thank you. Come back and see us. We'll do. We'll do. And thanks to all of you for joining us on this edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. <laughs>